This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Hour two of the show turns a little more professional. Well, Stricky and I are professionals, at least we try to be. Appreciate you guys listening in, but will you turn our attention to pro athletics? It will start in the NFL. We'll move to a little bit of NBA. If you've got any thoughts, any comments, questions on anything we're talking about, anything on your mind too, right? Just just hit us up. We're here for you, 402-464-5685. We also wouldn't be here without you or without Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul down at 29th and Pine Lake here in Lincoln. Um, Stricky, I also do want to shout out our, our guy, Uncle Kev, Kevin Meyer of Meyer's Cork and Bottle. I uh, hate to break the news. He won't be here for the next two Thirsty Thursdays. Oh, so man. we're trying to find a replacement. We might still have Thirsty Thursday, but Uncle Kev will be um, out of town for that. Anyways, um, we mentioned this on Thursday uh, with him was they're doing their their seventh annual kind of kind of charity drive. Right. So what Myers Cork and Bottle has done is set aside 21 bottles of bourbon, some of the, the highest sought after ones on the market there. And the way that you can get your hands on those is through donating to the Autism Family Network. Each entry that you want, you donate $2 to um, the Autism Family Network, either in-store at Myers Cork and Bottle at 13th and South or directly through uh, the Autism Family Network website. Uh, make sure you, you let them know it's Sipping for the Spectrum. That's the the name of the, the drive that they're doing there. So Sipping for the Spectrum at Myers Cork and Bottle. $2 per entry, as many entries as you want. You can put them all um, in the box for one bottle of bourbon. You can spread them across all 21 bottles. There will be 21 different winners drawn uh, at the end of the month. It'll be probably taking place in early February because the the drive, the fundraising drive for the Autism Family Network, January 8th through January 31st. So we love Kevin Meyer. They're doing great work down there at Meyer's Cork and Bottle. Um, this is for a great cause to the Autism Family Network. So if you want to get your hands um, on some bourbon or at least the opportunity to buy some of uh, some of the best that Uncle Kev has to offer, make sure you donate to, again, the Autism Family Network, either at Myers Cork and Bottle or at AutismFamilyNetwork.org. We'll keep plugging that throughout the week and throughout the month for Uncle Kevin. But uh, let's turn our attention now, Strick, to the NFL playoffs. Don't we have something else to give away that we didn't give away on last the last show? We got what, what was we got upside given away. Was that it over there? Yeah. Oh, we okay, got we did do that. We're good. We okay. got uh, the two winners for the last time Nebraska men's basketball beat a number one team. That was Missouri in 1982. Huskers have number one Purdue here tonight. Um, Perfecto. All day on all our shows. Giveaways. All week. Giveaways, especially for the Upside Bar and Lounge. $15 gift certificates available for you. So make sure you listen throughout the day, right? Not just one show, not just one time. Plenty of opportunities to win. But it's winner go home in the NFL now, Strick. We're on to the playoffs. Do you want to start in the AFC or the NFC? Let's go with the AFC. Okay, AFC. Ravens get the one seed. Uh, John Harbaugh and his team have the best Super Bowl odds in the AFC just after younger brother Jim ends up um, winning the national championship down in Houston. 
makes you think. <laughs> makes you think. Are there any more of those ooh moments for you in the AFC? Oh, man. <clears throat> so, I guess they've already kind of put out, they've, they've changed it multiple times now. And then they put out a new picture graph of what the the Super Bowl logo looks like. Mm-hmm. And it's very purplish. Oh, is it now? It's very purplish. Where's the game being played? Um, Vegas, right? In Vegas, yeah. Vegas, not typically associated with purple. It's not associated with purple, and it's got a little red tint to it. So if I look at the AFC, the only purple that I see is the Ravens. And if I look at the NFC, the red that I see is the 49ers or the Bucks. There you go. Hmm. So it's interesting to kind of see if that's going to pan out. We'll, We'll see. But, um, yeah, Ravens are going to be chilling, man. They're going to sit at home. They're going to wait and see who it's going to come down to and who's going to come in and, um, and, and, and go down to Baltimore and, and come into their home field and deal with the Lamar train and what he's going to uh, continue to do in a stellar season that he had. Now, keep, people keep putting up – I want, I want to hear from you. Sutter Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. And the reason is – People keep putting up Dak Prescott's numbers, how well they align, but then how better they are than Lamar's. But everybody keeps talking about Lamar for MVP. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that Dak Prescott should be the MVP this year? I'd love to hear from you. Hmm. There's a debate to be had. And tell me why you think so. I would love to hear from you guys on the Starter Heyman text line. I know some of you guys hate the Cowboys, and that's fine. But Got just a couple take Cowboys off, lovers as well, yeah, so go at each other. Take off your Cowboy hater hat and just really just look. I want you to dig into the numbers and, you know, see if you feel that Dak Prescott has, you know, a, a, a play in the game. Mm-hmm. I want to know. Yeah, let us know. We'll get to that as we go here. Um, the playoff matchups this weekend in the AFC, the 2-7 matchup is the Bills hosting the Steelers. The 3-6 is the Chiefs hosting the Dolphins. And the 4-5 is the Texans hosting the Browns. I want to start with that 4-5 strike. You have C.J. Stroud coming back from injury. Houston makes a surprise run at a division title. Year one of C.J. Stroud, year one of D'Amico Ryans. Great job rebuilding quicker than I think anyone thought was possible. Hosting a freaking playoff game. Hosting. After going like what? One, they only won one game last year, right? Was it one? I think or it was two, two or two, two or three. three. Yeah. Okay, they got a couple of late yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. They were horrible. Atrociously bad. And mm-hmm. yeah, because they had the second pick. Yeah. So yeah, they weren't mm-hmm. as bad as Carolina. Right. But at the same time, no one expected this turnaround. Mm-hmm. But here's why I can say I'm not surprised. Because watching that team compete last year, even though they were losing, mm-hmm. I was winning on spreads. You were. Mm-hmm. Because I was picking them because I'm like, look, they're going to fight. Mm-hmm. And that's what they've continued to have as an organization. And so now you've kind of shored up some areas in your on your offensive side. That's really was the part that was hurting you. Your defense mm-hmm. was solid. And so here we go. Let, let, let's get to it. The flip side of that matchup then is the Cleveland Browns, who Oof. we know about their quarterback position. Deshaun Watson hurt. Dorian Thompson Robinson, not really effective. So who do the Browns turn to but Joe Flacco? One of his first games back off the couch strick was against Houston, and he tore him up. Amari Cooper had a big game. Flacco went over 300 yards passing. Houston was without a couple starters, 
but this is going to be a huge test for a still young Houston team against one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah, that is that's the part right there. The, the Cleveland Browns defense is absolutely phenomenal, and coming fresh off of injury, going into uh, the what, what do they used to call it when um, you were in um, Rome? And they they had the uh, oh the Coliseum going into the Coliseum mm-hmm. into into there with the with the dog on the people that used to fight they call the gladiators them the gladiators mm-hmm. going in there with the gladiators and that's my old old man <laughs> self that just kind of every now and then has a little <laughs> lapse on what I'm talking but let me tell you that's tough mm-hmm. the preparation the speed. Just kind of get, it's the same thing of like if you're a basketball player, you're sitting on the side and yeah, you're staying in shape and you're riding a bike and, you know, you're doing drills, but there's nothing that can simulate the pace and the speed and the physicality mm-hmm. of the game. No. Not even in practice, not even with with the bumping, with the, um, the, the pads. pads. Yeah. Not, none of that can simulate it. So... I wonder how he's going to do. I hope he performs well, but it's not an easy task what he's about to embark on. It absolutely is. And, but they've got more film on Flacco now. Mm -hmm. So I can assume that they're going to make some adjustments on how they did some things as far as that scheme up with them. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's going to be interesting to see how it plays off, what adjustments were made, and who's going to make the best adjustments I, in it. I think we need to talk about Joe Flacco kind of like we talked about Brock Purdy last year, right? I mean, I don't think Flacco is completely washed, but I, I think we have to give a lot of credit to Kevin Stefanski, his offensive game plans, figuring out what works for Joe Flacco and how he can best get Amari Cooper and even David Njoku, Pro Bowl tight Ooh, end, the ball. Two Those weapons. two guys have been on an absolute heater with Flacco at QB. Yeah. And and listen, Flacco's always had a big arm. That's not a question of what mm-hmm. you know. He could he could he could sling it. It was just he was more he was more needed just to manage the game. Mm-hmm. And now he's got an opportunity with some serious weapons to be able to uh, uh, do some things. Still a solid running game too. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm happy for him. I think it would be a tremendous story to see them make a run in the playoffs if they could do it. Uh, Chiefs-Dolphins, the 3-6 matchup in Kansas City. A lot's being made strict of the weather, right? Being played in Kansas City, the high is looking like it's going to be 10 degrees on Saturday for that game. Yeah, Miami's um, never really played well with that type of weather. They haven't. Their, their one win in, in that temperature or below was back in like 2008, actually, against the Chiefs. The lowest temperature game two has ever started was 28 degrees. He's 1-7 in, in games kind of in that sub-45, sub-40 degree Range, which leads you to think advantage Chiefs, right? They're used to it. More of a defensive-minded team. They're healthier. I can't write off the possibility of a Tyreek Hill revenge game, though, Strick. I mean, it's 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 playing up for it, mm-hmm. right? It's it's literally playing up for it. But I can guarantee you, they're not going to let Tyreek Hill murder them. They're going to triple try team him to. if they have to. I mean, they're going to try not to. Um, but again, they've got they've got a lot of weapons over there. Two good running backs. Two good running backs with with um, um, you know Mostert and Mostert and 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 uh, but also their receivers mm-hmm. with um, Waddle, uh, Jerry Waddle, mm-hmm. and um, you know their slots okay, but they're still dangerous. Mm-hmm. So I, I just I've just got a great feeling that they're going to scheme him up seriously, and uh, UNL basketball calling. Oh. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, you do what you need. Um, the other playoff matchup here then uh, to look at in the AFC will be the Bills and the Steelers. That's the 2-7 game. As I look at this one, it's an opportunity for the Bills, right, to get back to the divisional round and for the Steelers to win a playoff game for the first time in like six years under Mike Tomlin. It's been a minute, right? Tomlin's been under some fire. Again, the Steelers finish above 500, not a losing record for them. They continue that trend under Mike Tomlin, but they haven't had the high-level success. And now the deck stacked against them. They're the lowest seed in the AFC playoffs. They squeaked their way in. They needed a lot of help. They needed Jacksonville to lose. They needed a result as well in Indianapolis and in uh, the Houston game. So I, I like this matchup, I think, for Josh Allen at home. I don't want to write Pittsburgh off yet, but of all the games here, Strick, I would feel most confident picking the Bills to win over the Steelers more than I would a, a winner in any other game right now. Outside of the defense, for me, the Steelers. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I feel good about their quarterback play. Haven't felt good about it since all the beginning. Roethlisberger. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think their quarterback play could deceive them or it could surprise them. What if I told you JJ McCarthy ended up in Pittsburgh? I still think that's. <sighs> Dang. What 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 do you like about that? Well, they need a new OC, right? They had to get rid of Matt Canada. What do you like about it, though? What I JJ like McCarthy. about it is that I think that Pittsburgh and Michigan are very blue collar teams, very similar styles, right? I think okay. the defenses are are comparable there. Tomlin's never really elevated a quarterback, right? I mean, he had Ben Roethlisberger from Bill Cowher. Mm-hmm. He hasn't drafted or developed a quarterback yet. And I think JJ McCarthy, his experience in Big Ten country with that style of play. Better wide receivers than he's had at Michigan, too. I think that would be a I think good, the style is a good match. Yeah, a good mix good. between they can take enough off his plate, but also give him enough opportunities to showcase his arm talent with their receivers. So you're 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 out on Kenny Pickett. I have been out on Kenny Pickett the whole time. Mm-hmm. Thought he was a one year wonder at Pitt. Yeah. Understood why they had to take him, but local 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 situation. Practice you know, the fan same base. Place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's turn our attention to the NFC, Strick. This is where I think a lot of the ooh comes into play. Bucks, Eagles, eh, not a whole lot of that. Kind of an Adamican Sioux Bowl, but not really. The Niners get the one seed. They looked really good for, you know, 75-80% of the season. What is the bigger I don't say conspiracy theory, but which matchup do you think the NFL is happier with um the result? Cowboys, Packers, and the Mike McCarthy Bowl? Or Lions-Rams in the Jared Goff Bowl? I've got to say Lions-Rams. Matthew Stafford Bowl, too, obviously. I've got to say that one. You know, two quarterbacks, it's a story you can tell. Mm -hmm. It's it's one you can kind of... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Get behind if you're L.A. or if you're Detroit or even if you're just an everyday watcher or just mm-hmm. lover of football. It's one you can get behind because there's a story that, that involves both of them, right? Mm-hmm. One that they didn't believe in, but one that's took his team to another level mm-hmm. that you didn't believe in. Right. One who took you to the promised land and then kind of has fallen 
falling off a little bit, but you know, kind of got him there, but mm-hmm. not not the way. Found something with P- uh, uh, P- uh, Puka Nakua, who did get the record. They did play. I saw and got it. it so. I saw it and a touchdown too. Uh huh. So yeah, that's um, that's something. There's storylines in that that I could mm-hmm. like. Now, obviously, here's the deal. I think on the McCarthy Bowl, I think this is a, a major test for Coach McCarthy. And I think it's one that if he loses that game, he's gone. That's a tough, tough thing because they just won the division, right? They yep. unseated the Eagles. I think, I think Dak has had his best year. C.D. Lamb's taken a step forward. But I think you're onto something. I think Jerry's over his shoulder saying win or else. Yeah, I think it's to that point. You, you know, yes, you've done well. We're 20-something years now mm-hmm. um, plus of not going – Deeper, mm-hmm. well, thirty something for a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they're looking at this as like, okay, now there's not there's not much else. We, I've given you everything. Mm-hmm. You've got offense, defense, and you can't get me past your old team. And they're not even nowhere near. It, like I think if he loses his game, I think it's trouble. He's out. A lot of the numbers slant Dallas's way. They have the best player on the field in Micah Parsons, Parsons. Dak Prescott. C.D. Lamb, I still think Pollard can be a weapon. Pretty good line still. But Green Bay's playing with nothing to lose. They get to go on the road, not the pressure of being at home. Um, Jordan Love has been quietly on a heater over the last six weeks or so. This would be a big coming out moment for him, I think, on the road. Against the Dallas defense, that's good but susceptible to the deep ball. If those receivers step up and they get anything at all from the run game... Can we get Toure signing? Please. Sign me up for that. Can we get a Toure sighting? Green Bay, just being able to play with house money, you kind of chuck it deep and say, mm. okay, Dallas, pressure's on you. You're at home. We know Jerry's watching. Dak, prove it. You haven't done it yet. I don't hate Green Bay's position right What's now. What's the ref crew? <laughs> What's, That's the what, question. What crew, what crew is on the game? That's the one you need to watch for. Because ultimately, um, if you're going to chuck it deep, you want pass uh, interference Ron calls. Torbert? His crew. We need to look at we need to look at Ron Torbert's uh, playoff history against teams. Let's um, see. What is his history? I'm trying to think here. Do you guys know? Okay, okay. So Ron Torbert has been assigned to this week's Cowboys game against the Packers. Torbert and his crew have penalized home teams more often than the visitors. Mm-hmm. And like most refs in the NFL these days, has his fair share of tumultuous contests. Mm-hmm. So neither fan base is happy with this one. Uh yeah. Nalabu, go pack, go. She says. Um, and you just heard it. Now, if you see it, ooh, if you see it, a lot of if you see a lot of deep balls, all pause. If you see, <laughs> if, if you see a lot of situations where there's penalty flags flying all over the place against mm-hmm. the home team, then Ron, you heard, it, you heard it right here, Torbert. You heard it right here on ninety three seven the ticket on the block. That's where you heard it. I want to focus back on that Lions-Rand game for a second, too, okay. because what would be more painful for Detroit to lose at home to Matthew Stafford or Matthew Stafford to go on the road and lose to his old team? He never really wanted to leave Detroit. I think they still like him, but which is more painful? Um, I think it would be painful and not for the way that you're saying. I think it would be painful because of golf. Mm. I think I think he would feel it more than if Stafford outplays him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think that would hurt more because 
he's the guy that they specifically went after, targeted to remove you out because they didn't feel you had the moxie to get it done. Mm -hmm. And then he comes into your house and basically does like Rick James does to uh, Eddie Murphy. Buck your couch. Buck (laughs) your couch. (laughs) Your white couch. With dirty shoes. That's what I, that's what I, that's, that's like what it really would be. He comes in and just has dirty shoes, doesn't take them off, walks in, sits down at your, at your table, eats your your cereal, on your white couch, (laughs) eats your cereal, your best cereal, Captain (laughs) Crunch or whatever it is. What is your best cereal? What's your favorite? Man, I I haven't eaten cereal in years now. Yeah, never mind. But I will say, I used to really like Captain Crunch. I did like uh, the um, the whatever the toast crunch. Oh, whatever. cinnamon toast crunch. Cinnamon toast crunch. I used mm. to like that. Apple Jacks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A couple of those. Respect. Yeah. Cinnamon Fruit toast crunch now and then. is up there. What is it called? The uh, Lucky Charms. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know they came out with Lucky Charms just the marshmallows. No. Yeah. Just the marshmallows. Just I used the marshmallows. to always pick. I used to pick the other things out and throw them away and just eat the marshmallows. <laughs> I was a little kid. I was a bad little kid. I always tried to save it so where I'd have like a spoonful or two of marshmallows left. Not yeah. go overboard when I'm eating it, but save the marshmallows for the end. Mm. What's your favorite cereal out there, uh, text line? Talk to your boy. 402-464-568. What's your best cereal? Like the one where you literally just salivate when you walk in and, and then you get mad if there's not enough milk. Okay. You ever had that happen? I have never had that happen because... I'm a dry cereal guy. Are you really? I'm a dry cereal guy. Never. Yeah. I floodgate the milk, and I've got to get it while it's still crunchy. And see, that's why I don't do it. I'm such a slow yeah. eater that all the cereal gets soggy for me, Stricky. <laughs> wow. Um, while we wait for people's favorite cereals to, to roll in here. What's your favorite? Um, you did also ask about... Cream of wheat. Oh, sorry. I'm just talking. I'm, I'm over here. I'm over wheat, reminiscing right now. If cream of wheat is anybody's favorite cereal, legitimately, send us a picture of the box of cream of wheat in your pantry, and you get $15 to the upside bar in life. Oh, man. Yes. Cream of wheat, bro. I used to go in on the cream. I liked it thick, too. Okay. Just put a little, just enough milk on it to kind of just give it a, but I liked it real thick. I didn't want the creamy part. I wanted the thick. The weedy part. The weedy. Respect. Yeah. Um, You asked about... Dak Prescott, mm, right, MVP. Mm-hmm. Big Bang Hank says Talk MVPs win home and away. So I assume Ooh. he rules Dak out for being more successful at home than on the road. And then 0017 says, absolutely not. Can't win the big one. We'll lose to the Packers on Sunday. Do you blame Dak or do you blame Mike McCarthy for last year's game where Dak slid down with no timeouts left? Do you remember that? Who, who gets the blame for that? Is that a McCarthy thing? Was that a Kellen Moore thing? Is that a Dak I mean, thing? But here's the thing, right? Should you even been in that situation? There is that. So ultimately, yeah, no, you can't blame him for that. But should you have been in that situation? How is Kellen Moore doing? Uh, Kellen Moore's with the Chargers. And I have the standing spot. So the Chargers this year scored 346 points which was third in their division. They In the AFC, they outscored six-win Tennessee. They did outscore Pittsburgh, uh, who made the playoffs. They outscored New England, and they outscored New York. So they end up, what would that be? 
12th, 13, 14, 15. Yeah, 12th out of 16 AFC teams. Not great. Mm. But also, it's it's the Chargers, right? Like, Yeah, do do they need to blow it up? Is it time? The Titans are blowing it up. Yeah. They are super blowing it up. But I think the Chargers might have to. Keep keep Herbert around. What are you you watching for right now with the Commanders? Who they're going to sign as a coach? Or what they're going to do in the offseason? Because they got over 70 million. Like in cap room, I think they make a run at Belichick, but I hope the enemy gets that. They got to do a trade. I don't think they. He's on contract. I don't think they can unless they fire him. I think, but do they fire him for Belichick? If if, if I'm for, if I'm the Patriots, I make them pay for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, if you I, I really think want so. them, right. Okay. But that's why that's why what the the Titans are doing is a little weird too, right? They didn't try to find a trade for Mike Vrabel. They said it was going to take too long. So they just fired him. <laughs> like, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah, Washington's in an interesting spot. We still haven't had a repeat winner in the NFC East for like 19 years. Does that suck for your boy? Which um, boy? Your boy. Billy, B- uh, oh, Eric Bieniemy. Like, he <laughs> literally took the job, went over there, and then now... Well, I'm sure he kind of knew that going in, right? I mean, no uh, one thought Ron Rivera was super safe, but I wonder if he almost took that job thinking, hey, I can, I can be the internal around. candidate. Ah. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, text line, let us know that as well, right? Where do you think some of these head coaches end up? Where does Rabel go? Uh, do Rivera, Reich, Smith get jobs? A couple serial responses here before uh, we throw it to break. Uh, PCAT says, Captain Crunch, Reese's Puffs, and Frosted Mini-Wheats. Ooh, Frosted Mini-Wheats. Negative. No way. I hated that because it was one side. The one side, it tastes good. The other side was mad. So, no. Amen. Um, But... The uh, other one he said was what? He had uh, Captain Crunch. I'm, I'm rolling. Reese's Puffs. No. No? Reese's Pieces? I'm, I've, I'm yeah. rolling, but I couldn't yeah. do the Puffs. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. That was hit or miss on the Puffs. Yeah, the I chocolate was a little strong. Sometimes yeah. the peanut butter was a little too full. Yeah. Nah, so, uh, and then 8053 said, I was sick last week and was craving yes, cream of wheat. Was. Hadn't had it for 30 years. It was so good. Oof. If you have a picture of the box of cream of wheat in your pantry, send it. And you get 15 bucks upside bar and line. Hey, listen. Cool hand, Luke. Yes, sir. Boo Bear. Hey, okay. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just kind of just a little different. Just a little different look. Boo Bear. Yeah. Boo Berry was so much better than Count Chocula. It was. Boo Berry was the best one. It was, mm-hmm. yo, man. I love that. Uh, Cigar Guy says Cocoa Pebbles. No. You get the chocolate milk when fruity you get done. Pebbles. Fruity all the way. Fruity all the way. Mm. No way. Talk to me, Cocoa. Tricky. No. Cigar Guy, I love you, man. You're you're a great guy here. We love you, and and you're chiming in. But no, fruity. We're going fruity pebbles. What about grape nuts? Grape negative. <laughs> you're eating healthy like that as a kid. No way. Grape nuts. Sorry for your childhood. My gosh. <laughs> Maybe when I got to my thirties or forties, grape nuts. But no way. When I was a kid. Gino's on your page. He says, without a doubt, the two best are fruity pebbles and cinnamon toast crunch. Oh no question. Those are no there. question. They hit. David Fullerton says, no cream of wheat could only find oatmeal. Yeah, oatmeal. I mean, I get it. Cigar guy. My dad was from Alabama. I grew up on grits. Yes. Yes. Listen. Cigar guy's my guy. Back to being your guy. My, he's my guy. Okay. Let me tell you. I am a Southern guy. I'm from Alabama too. My, by the way, cigar guy. So I'm from. Now listen. Don't 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 not be my guy anymore because <laughs> I'm from Auburn and Opelika. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 
Me, being from there, man, we used to make what we call goulash. Okay. He may not be familiar with my style of goulash, but it's when I take the sausage or the bacon and I crumple it up and I sprinkle it on the grits and I put jelly, grape jelly in there. So some people okay. in the South put sugar in their grits, but okay. I don't. Okay. And then I put eggs in it and I goulash it up. Just mix it all in. And it looks like a hodgepodge of just nothing but uh, but oh, so good. Stricky's goulash. You Try take, it sometime. You, you take the jelly out, I'm buying it. Ooh! I'm sorry. You see Sten? Kellen and Sutherland. Who, Kellen? Yo, okay. you, did hit, you did touch a nerve with that one. You hit a nerve with that one, my brother. 75-63, too. Malto meal. Yes, sir. <laughs> that was one of the old school joints right there. It was either it was, actually I like malto meal a little bit more than cream of wheat. I gotta go. Uh, you, you hit a nerve with me. Okay, okay, but yeah, goulash. Um, Stan says honeycomb, fruity pebbles, ah. and Scooby Doo cereal is ah. similar to Lucky Charms. Honeycomb. Ah, nah, I couldn't get with it. Honeycomb is my wife's I favorite. Ate them, That's but her I go-to. Couldn't get with it. Okay. Couldn't get with it. Uh, Axel Foley put sugar on his grape nuts. Okay. Well, I get. Well, yeah, of course. Because it was mm-hmm. terrible otherwise. Okay, um, Cigar Guy follows up on the grits. I put butter on the bottom of the bowl, grits on top. Um, so the butter melts and then a bunch of salt on top of the grits. Ooh, you did salt with it. Okay, Stricky, I need a good like helping of grits. The only grits I've ever had are just not for me. Really? I want good grits. I want to try good grits. And, no, you can't eat the instant. See, that's part of the problem. Like people going by the instant grits, you've got you to gotta cook, the, cook the grits. Like... It's got to take 30 minutes to an hour. Mm. Like, you got to do it, like, from scratch, like, from the grit to the, from the rooter to the tuta. That's how you got to do it with the grits. You can't just come in and throw it in there and hope in a minute you got some good grits. It don't work like that. Last cereal then, Nyla Boo. I love Crispix. Negative. Boo. Crispix are good for puppy chow. End of story. End of story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's when you want to give the puppy a treat. You throw him Crispix. Garbage. We'll we take, still love you now, though, boo. We do. We'll take a break. <laughs> Keep your favorite cereals, your least favorite cereals, your best grits recipes coming as well here. We'll get to those, maybe talk uh, some sports when we get back. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.